So I was supposed to be done, right? I was supposed to be going to bed. It's one o'clock in the morning and I'm still up watching this shit. So I'm on episode four of this surviving R. Kelly thing. And and I'm just, I'm baffled because like I, I stated in episode one, molestation and sexual assault is not unfamiliar in the black community. And for these people to be out here talking about something, it's not on him. Like what if this was your daughter? What if this was your little sister? What if this was your cousin? Would it make you feel different? Because I know it would make me feel different. I know if someone tells me they've been sexually assaulted, I'm out here like how they was in Shrek, ready to get the pitchforks and the, the, the knives. Like, I'm I'm ready to fuck some shit up. But the fact that these people just sat here and was like, oh, it's not him. He's not Kelly. Like, I'm disgusted. I'm appalled. I'm real life just like trying to wrap my head around this like how can y'all be so sick like it ain't that much set step in the name of love for none of that shit it ain't that much bump and grind chocolate factory behind the fucking closet it ain't enough of it to make me go against the grain and be like nope nope not me couldn't be me no not me like what's wrong with y'all like i'm oh my god but i mean i guess i can't be surprised because i told my daddy what was going on and that nigga looked me in the face and said "Eh -eh. mind your business stay in the child's place like oh okay i'm gonna shut the fuck up now like i don't know i'm blue okay so we're at the part where they're like finally doing the trial or whatever and i gotta say i definitely commend sparkle for um like standing her ground like she said they offered her upper six figures to say like it wasn't what it was and she said no and on top of that like she stayed true to herself and got exiled like you ain't get no money got exiled from your family like you don't talk to them no more and you stayed like true and honest to yourself like I gotta really say I commend her for that because it's a lot of people out here that was probably really like selling their daughters like they was out here pimping the fuck out of their daughters to R. Kelly like oh you'll pay the rent cool she's all yours you want her for spring break like I, I refuse to believe this many people We'll let this slide under the rug without there being some money being exchanged through hands or some type of <clears throat> like parents not knowing because this shit don't make no sense. Look, I, I'm 25 years old, right? I talk to my mama every single day, every day, numerous times a day. Let me go off the grid for two days. She's showing up at my house. She's finding my iPhone. She's tracking me down. So you mean to tell me, and I'm 25, that these girls was 13, 14, 15, 16 years old and nobody was looking for them? You can't be that fucking busy. Like, you can't. Let me let me tell y'all a little story, right? So I told y'all my mom was a workaholic when I was growing up, up until right before... I moved out at like 19. My mom worked crazy hours, right? So I had a boyfriend in high school. One day, Tay decides to get on the bus with her boyfriend and go all the way across town to get contacts. Not for me, but for him, whatever. We weren't driving at the time. And 
It just so happens to be the night before my mom's wedding. Oh, Lord, I was late for curfew. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. And I wasn't going to call my mom and say I missed the bus from downtown. So I'll be late making it home. Y'all, when I tell y'all I was 30 minutes late for curfew, my mom beat the brakes off of me. I'm pretty sure I died that night. Like, granted, that's a bit extreme. She really could have had a conversation with me. But, you like, I'm a half hour late for curfew, let alone me disappearing for three to five days to be laid up with some old nigga. Like, make that make sense to me. Make it make sense to me. You can not, like, unless y'all really didn't care about y'all kids, like, had no love for them. They was just y'all little oopsie babies because y'all don't believe in swallowing or using condoms or whatever like you cannot tell me there was no ulterior motive to y'all daughters just up and disappearing and I I didn't watch it earlier when it came out because I told y'all I was already a little biased to this because I'm not just blaming R. Kelly I'm blaming parents I'm blaming managers I'm blaming security I'm blaming people at the hotel who knew these girls was young as fuck and still was checking them in like everybody needs to be held responsible everybody like the fact that it he's the only person being charged for this like what like they should have made a martyr out of r kelly like they should have made a motherfucking example out of him how they did bill cosby is how they should have did r kelly and i stand by that because he actually was doing it he was actually doing it y'all seen it there's proof to it and y'all just Y'all said it was okay because the nigga thought he could fly? You can't read and write, but you can fly? Make that make sense to me. Like, make it make sense. Are you growing eagle wings on the low and nobody else knows? Like, I just, I don't get this. And the fact that, like, it's a jury of your peers and they found this man innocent is baffling to me. Baffling. Like, did you pay off the jury? Is that what happened? Did you just, like, say, okay, look, I'm going to slide you a couple bands. I'm going to slide you a couple bands. I know your daughter got school, so I'm going to slide her a couple bands. Like, what did you do that was like, oh, this is okay? Because it's not okay. Like. <sighs> Race played a part in this trial or not, but if it were white children that were being molested by a black man in this case, I'm sure Rob would have gone to jail very morning. Now, I don't disagree with that statement at all. And I say that because we have 64,000 black women missing in the United States. And yet we get no mass coverage in the news. We got the beg CNN for a coverage. We got to hope and pray that our daughters don't have any type of small, petty criminal charges. Because they'll be like, well, she's a criminal. And this is not like they, they, they criminalize us so quickly just for the color of our skin. And not even knowing anything about us. Like, just... <sighs> But then you get so much coverage for these white girls that go missing or so much coverage for these white children that are disappearing. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but I'm saying everybody's got to get a fair chance. Like, there's no way you can tell me y'all can't afford to give some somebody's mom seven minutes to talk 
about her baby coming back home. But then y'all can spend 12 fucking minutes on the news talking about goddamn dogs. Like the, the, what's the way? I'm not trying to put it. The way America is set up, they care about everybody except the people that are here. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, we will spend hundreds and thousands of dollars to bring pets out of the cold. Which I'm not saying animals do not deserve warm beds and meals. But then we have veterans outside living in tents who fought for our country how do we prioritize animals over the people that keep us being the land of the home and free or whatever the fuck the saying is like make that make sense to me make it make sense to me and nobody can explain it but i promise y'all there's so much monetary gain and black pain like there just is like it keeps the drug industry running, especially now that people are like, oh, I'm going to therapy. Therapists be like, oh, you got this, this and that. Let me put you on some drugs like big pharma. Stay getting paid off of black struggles and people don't even realize it. But that's me going into a conspiracy theorist type of thought. And that's that's not the topic of conversation. I just somebody's got to explain it better to me. She shouldn't have had to say anything. It should have been like, look, that's her. That's clear there. But I'm just I'm just a little baffled. So to pick off from where I left off, like we have this this I this ideology that we have to save everybody. We gotta save our parents. We gotta save our siblings. We have to save ourselves. And like, I don't know, to me I just feel like it it just lacks self preservation. Like, we can't help anyone until we help ourselves first. And it's the whole concept of, like, can't pour from an empty glass. Like, continuously pouring into other people, but who's pouring into you type of thing. And that's what it seems like these girls were trying to do. It seems like they were already traumatized and, like, damaged their home. And nobody was pouring into them. So then here comes this dirty-ass pervert talking about some you want to step in the name of love yeah and they're like oh okay and don't get me wrong i stand by what i said earlier common sense definitely was not common in this era or the early 2000s like 2001 i was five and i had more common sense than half of these girls because the shit's just not adding up right but at the same time i can empathize with why the situation is how it is because i've had older men prey on me and be thinking like i'm just some dumbass young girl who's just like well you okay yeah no no like i watch entirely too much law and order to not catch on to this and I don't know um, if they didn't. Hold on. Law and Order started back in 1990. So you can't tell me an SVU started, which is the Special Victims episodes, started in 1999. Okay, so if this girl is 17... 
in 2001. That means she was 15 in 1999 which means you have comprehension skills and you just didn't use them love like you just didn't use them and I don't know if it's because the internet wasn't that popular but I'm a firm believer in researching everything like you can give me your number I'm gonna google that shit you can give me your email your social media I'm gonna google it and like nobody said like hey um this nigga is notorious for touching little girls. He's also not just notorious for touching little girls and raping them and sexually assaulting them. He's abusing them, too. He's locking them up. Like, I just don't understand this. I don't understand it at all. And I sh- I'm really, really trying to get it. And maybe one of y'all can explain it to me a little bit better because I can't wrap my head around this shit at all. But I have 10 minutes and 13 seconds left hopefully I'll get one more snippet out of this episode. If not, I will talk to y'all in episode five. Right after, Rob asked me my age, and that's when I didn't tell him my age. I handed him my ID, and he looked at it, and that's when then I said, I'm 16. And he told me, okay, what is that supposed to mean? He said to continue telling everybody that you were 19 and to act 21. Now, how can someone act 21 if they've never been 21? The only thing you really know about being 21 is that you can legally drink. But I'm going to let y'all keep hearing the rest of this stupid shit she's saying. After R. Kelly was acquitted, suddenly there's this blank slate, mm-hmm. right? Which is so delusional for us to kind of feel like, oh, it's all good now. And it's okay for me as a journalist to say... Yeah, I want to go to R. Kelly's house and hear him play his new album. I would love to do that. And I did that. And it was like such a bizarre fortress, cavernous, like mazes. There was an indoor pool. And then there was this little tiny studio room where he just sat down at a piano and sang like an angel. And then I walk away and I had to sort of write this and, and be true to myself. And I, and I basically said that I have a lot of feelings about R. Kelly. He was acquitted, so I chose to leave those feelings at the door. I was awed by being in front of like this incredible talent, which is undeniable. And then I, when I walked out of the door, I picked all of those sort of feelings back up. And I think that that's what a lot of fans have been doing for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Back to what I said in my first episode, sweeping that shit under the rug, ignoring it, like glorifying these celebrities when they are still human beings. Like they should be judged just like everybody else. Like it's this whole concept of like only God can judge you. Look, I'm a firm believer that if, we were not supposed to judge that whole ideology would not even be a part of our brain like it wouldn't work you'd be like oh well why her shoes look like that oh never mind that's none of my business like something was snapping us that we can't judge people like i'll be completely honest with y'all and y'all gonna either catch on to this real fast if y'all haven't i'm a judgy ass motherfucker like i be judging everything i don't know if it's the virgo in me or the fucking Aquarius moon or Libra rising, I 
I don't know. But I am a judgy ass person. And people be like, only God can judge you. Well, I'm judging you too. Like, I'm not even going to lie. This is not Planet Fitness over here. We judge over here. I call out bullshit when I see it. I address it up front. And I let it be. Now, some stuff I do know how to, like, let it go and mind my own damn business. Because I am pro NYODB. But something some things need to be called out some things need to be addressed and like this is why stuff like this is happening because nobody judged him and said hey this shit is not okay nobody judged these hot ass little girls and said hey this is not okay everybody's just like hey it's her kelly it's her kelly like i'm mad y'all i'm mad in the bed and i'm just waiting for rob he came in and he told me that it was time for him to take my virginity oh wow um, had sex, you know, me bent over on the couch, and I told him it was a bit uncomfortable, but I just went with it. I was like, oh. first of all, that's the worst way to have sex, like especially for your first time. Where's the the fucking the foreplay? Where's the the intimacy? But I guess we're not talking about that. This is this is R. Kelly. We're talking about not a regular, regular sixteen, seventeen year old boy, and even they don't know how to do it right. It was um, painful. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's the way it's supposed to be. Nope. It wasn't, it wasn't extravagant. I wasn't like, oh, I lost my virginity. Like, this was so good. It was just, it was just, I guess I just lost my virginity. Yeesh. And y'all, I bet you his ego is more offended that she said, I just lost my virginity. Instead of being like, oh my God, I lost my virginity. R. Kelly, like she downplayed the fuck out of this situation. Good for her. When I went to Rob's house, I always felt like the chosen one. But then, after being there for a while, you're I not seeing other girls around the house. Mm-hmm. I'm in this room. I'm sitting on the bed, and I'm just uh, waiting for uh, Rob to give the next order, pretty much. Oh my lord. When he opened the door, he walked in and he saw me on my phone. And that's when he explained that I can't be on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. That started the, the rules. I've known R. Kelly for about 20 years. I was around him a lot. And that's when I started to notice the system of how girls are handled and that it was real off. They couldn't have communication with other people they're not even allowed to communicate with each other look brainwashing and, and isolation everything like if i was about to brush my teeth i had to let rob know if i wanted to take a shower he had to know and then uh when guys came around i had to put my head down or i had to turn and face a wall he's grooming them like he is grooming them by the masses and that's the thing that nobody's like calling out about this this is what pedophiles do they groom you they get you comfortable and then they switch up the whole fucking situation and that's exactly what he did oh come out to chicago oh i'm gonna go to dinner oh you're gonna come to a party we're gonna do a little sex and then let me switch up the lingo like What's so fucking old dude who um married his adopted daughter? Like, that's exactly what he did. Waited till she was 18 and married her ass. Like, I hope she get all the alimony when he died, but because that's sick. But at least they're not related and she wasn't underage. That's considered breaking the rules. Personally, I don't 
perfect example. There was one time Rob and I was talking about basketball. He likes the Chicago Bulls. And I said, you know, I like the, the Cavaliers. And he said, no, nah, you like the Bulls. I was like, I don't like the Bulls. And that was a problem. Rob slapped me in my face. Ish. And he told me, well, guess what? You're not eating. And I said, okay, this is a joke. I thought he was just playing around. The no e list is somebody who quote unquote disobeys dad. That's when he decided to starve you. So look y'all, I'm a big girl. I got time for that shit. You still didn't go home? You letting him smack you in the mouth and starve you and the six is mediocre? And you still didn't go home. Like this girl didn't say nothing about she wanted to be a pop star or nothing like that. She just said she was a big fan. But you stayed. Like, why, Shway? Why? <sighs> the longest I've gone without food at his house was three days. Oh my goodness. I was goodness. surviving off water and some peanuts that I had. When a girl is confined to the tour bus or to a room, um, there would always be a possibility that she would go more than a day or two without food. Can you describe the physical abuse? Yeah, I want to talk about how bad her wig is. I'm sorry. But I'm not. But it's a terrible wig. So they'll have slowly over time isolated a girl or a woman from her family. Mm -hmm. And then say, there's nobody else for you. Nobody else cares about you but me. Where are you going to go? Okay. So I get that. I get the whole isolation tactic, but... Have you really, like, okay, you're 17, you spent 17 years with your family before you got with this man, and you just think in three months or so, like, your mama just don't love you no more? Like, a mother's love, a good mother's love is eternal. Like, your mama will love you from the fucking grave. And you mean to tell me because some dusty-ass old man was like, it's just me and you, babe. You was like, oh, well, yeah, that's it. <sighs> I told y'all judging. Oh, such a gorgeous girl. Okay, so I'm going to tell you all the truth. This girl should be prosecuted too, underage or not. Like, you can't do that. You just, you can't do that. You over there getting your ass beat and starving and getting smacked up. And then you go and bring somebody else in. Like, how old was this? Dominique Gardner met R. Kelly at 17. Like, how are you girls not smarter than this? At 17, I was so, like, hip to this shit. Look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave y'all with this. In any situation, I'm going to be Ike Turner. Okay? I'm going to be, like, uh, what's her name, friend? Um, 
What's her name? Angie. And what's love got to do with a movie? You only got to hit me once. Now, I'm not a believer in physical violence. But if anybody's going to be physically violent in a situation, it's going to be me. And I say that because if it gets me to that point where I got to put my hands on you, I don't need to be around you. I don't even do that because I, for one, know that most men are typically taller, stronger, and bigger than me. Like, you about to beat my ass, dog. And then for you to just be like, oh, I met this girl on the internet. Let me subject her to the same torture that I'm being subjected to. Doesn't seem to make a whole lot of fucking sense to me. I guess it resorts back to the whole, like, Stockholm Syndrome thing or whatever, but... I don't know. I got to go to bed. It is two o'clock in the morning and I'm just, I'm blue by this. So wishing y'all peace, love, prosperity, fat checks, good sex. Au revoir.